ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, we're back and we're going to do this again. We're going to do yeah. this one more time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is your boy, Raynell Jamal. You know what you're listening to. This is the AZ Zero Boost Podcast. And What's this up? Is, this is your boy. I'm sorry. We 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 just, man, it's been a week, y'all. But hey, God is good. It's been a tough one. God is good. This is your boy, Jay Davis. You can reach me on my um Instagram and my Twitter at Davis. Uh, I, I, and then you can also find me um, on my website at www.jdavis.co. Yes, this is your boy Ray Nell. Go ahead and hit me up on my social um, at R-A-Y-N-E-L-L-J-A-M-A-L. That's Ray Nell Jamal, Twitter, I-G-F-B. Hit us up, the podcast at A-Z-S-R-O-O-T-B-R-E-W-S-P-O-D, A-Z's Rule Bruce Pod on Twitter and the IG, if you want to connect with us, tribe, what's been popping, popping, popping. Now we know it's been, we know it's been a while. We know, and we actually recorded the episode, but it did not. It didn't go as good as we wanted to because of some technical difficulties. So we had to make sure we get back to you the way we got to get back to you. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And we know it was a while before we that episode because we just had a lot of life going on. You know a lot I mean? of life. A lot of life was going on, and we wanted to make sure that we hit you with the episode at the right time. And we know a lot of things has been taking place, ladies and gentlemen, and we're going to discuss those things. We ain't forgot about it. We know the tribe want to hear our hearts on it, and we're going to talk about it. But we just wanted to uh, just, you know, to see how y'all doing. How, how have y'all been? You know what I mean? It's been a lot going on. How was y'all love day out there? How was y'all Valentine's Dang, Day? Has it been that long? It's been long, man. How was that? You know what I mean? So uh, we here, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to get straight to it. Man. Hey, man, I'm doing the break. How, how was your break? Real. <laughs> you know I mean? It was so real, yo. But it was good. But I missed it. I missed this. I love this. This is like... Man, just like hanging out with my brothers. Yes, sir. You know, just being able to, you know, just talk life and, and in general. Um, I missed it, but it was good, man. It was necessary. Yeah, definitely. So definitely, necessary. Definitely. I just know when we was all about last time we talked about, uh, I was at I was in a, some weddings. You know what I mean? I was in a Nigerian wedding. That yeah. thing was a party. Hey, that thing, that thing was a thing. You that thing me? was a thing thing. That thing was popping. It was something I never seen before. I was glad to be a part of it. Uh and it was cool, man. You know, saying congratulations to the to Ephraim and Karina. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a nice uh, Nigerian traditional wedding, and they had another wedding, um, more American wedding. Um, and it was dope, man. It was dope to be a part of, dope to see, and uh, it was fun. So, uh, getting ready for that, you know, I had to do the, the little get my dance moves together. Yeah, man, two little two steps. You know, I have my little outfits on. You know what I'm saying? My kufi, you dig? You know, I still Yo, got the fit. The fit is was fire though, bro. Hey man, thank you, man. I appreciate it. a lot of people was reaching out like, I see you, Ray. Thank you, man. You know, um, that was that was you know via Nigeria. You know what I mean? That's so dope, yo. It was a, it was a dope experience, man. It was a dope experience, and uh, I'm, I'm I'm I was happy, man. It was it was fun. It was definitely fun. I didn't know what to expect. You know, you always hear about African weddings and Nigerian weddings, and you always hear about it, but I was able to see it, experience it. It was dope, man. I was That's good, man. It was a good time. So um that was fun. And just um just a lot of life, man. A lot of life is going on, man. Hey man, you staying safe from this coronavirus? I got no choice. But I've been washing my hands before coronavirus. So yeah, that's real. You know what I mean? Like I just that like it's just really interesting, man. Like I don't know what y'all doing out there in Corona, but y'all need to get it together. Bruh, Modelo virus. Like, I've been trying not to make it too much of a joke about it <laughs> because it's like, it's sad because, like, people that are losing their lives is so unfortunate, man. But, I mean, if we're just starting to wash our hands and use um, sanitizer just because of this coronavirus, bruh, we've we, we been in trouble. Right. We, like, we've been in trouble, trouble. Right. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, um, I just really hope that, like, you know, like, it's just like, you know, how do I say this? I feel like a lot of times, like, you know, we, t- we use these moments and, we put a lot of fear into the situation, and I think we should be cautious, but I don't think we should be fearful. You know right. what I mean? So I agree with you. Um, I agree. I think it's just, like, really um, like really interesting um, the timing of this. Um, and it's like, man, like, the question is, like, is it really coronavirus? You know what I mean? But let's not get into yeah. all of the deep stuff that we don't have jurisdiction over in regards to what's really taking place. Um, exactly, exactly. But it's crazy, bruh. Yeah, it's been crazy, man. You know, I work at a water company, and it's uh, it's been out of control. Um, but you know, what can we do, man? We just gonna pray, keep them hands watching, sanitize. Real talk. And um, I don't need anybody touching Brian. If you're a fan, we don't do high fives and you know um, daps no more. Real talk. I need you to salute him from afar. 
okay? We don't need anybody to be affecting King James right now. He on the MVP run. That's true. Saw that boy last night, right? Huh, Giannis? Balling. Giannis, you saw that man last night, Giannis, huh? Balling, balling. Yeah, it was a problem, but we'll get to that a little bit later. But now that since we are on basketball, we know some things have been taking place, and we just want to address it first, you know, on behalf of the tribe and on the podcast, we want to send our deepest condolences out to the Kobe Bryant wife, his uh, remaining daughters, Mm -hmm. and the victims' families of those who died in the plane crash. Not even only that, but the Mamba Academy um, all of the organizations he was a part of, his you know, that's like a void, his team. Yeah. Um, not you know, his company, you know what I mean? All those people are affected too. So deeply, deeply. Yeah, we just want to definitely send our uh prayers for us for the families and our condolences out. And we know that's been crazy. Yeah. You know, we talked about it last recording, we're gonna talk about it now, but it was a crazy, crazy, crazy um set of events that took place. Where you know, the late great Kobe Bryant passed away along with his daughter Gianna Bryant. So sad, man. And it was very sad. A helicopter crash along with other uh, families and young ladies. So we just know that was very tough, and it's still hard to believe. To be honest, it's yeah. still kind of hard to think like, dang, that that really happened. Um, but um, man, it, it it was it was tough to go through. From our fans' perspective, Very from the so. outside, I can only imagine how it is to be um, somebody who had an actual relationship with them. Definitely, you know, Bruh. the wife, the children, you know, of course, his parents. Can't forget about his parents and his sisters. Yeah. Um, and even his best friends, you know, nieces, nephews, yeah. those things. That's that's tough. Yeah. Um, we know the Lakers, they had a private uh, funeral, and then the Lakers did a memorial service. Um, what about a week ago? About, yeah, about a week ago. About a week and a half ago. Yes, sir. And uh, it was beautiful, man. It was it was a very... I couldn't watch it. It was touching. It was very well done, I would say. Yeah. Um. It was dope, man. It, it, I watched, was, it was good. Yeah, I watched the Beyonce performance. I didn't, watch, I didn't, see, I didn't see that part. She smashed. Uh-huh. Like, that whole... That whole, like, just setup was amazing. Right. And I watched the Michael Jordan speech, bruh. Yeah. Bruh. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good Bruh. speech. Like, yo, um, I I appreciated his vulnerability, especially being a competitor. Right. And I appreciated his um his willingness to uh to acknowledge the culture because he was like, um he's like, Man, y'all see me crying, I'm about to be another meme again. Right. That right. had me dying. Yeah, everybody but was rolling. I couldn't watch it, dude. Like it was just too, too number I was at I was at work. Right. And it was just too emotional for me and I was just like, Man, like this is this is hitting, right? This is hitting like super deep. Because super man, it's been going on for like a month. Yeah, before that, so that's crazy. Um, yeah, man, it was tough. Man, I, I enjoyed Shaq's speech. Everybody who spoke did a very good job. Definitely his wife; she did a great job, excellent job. Yeah. Um, we got to 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 hear about a side of him that we were never exposed to. Yeah. Um. And um, I just thought it was it was very well done. Um, it wasn't an all day thing. It was star studded. Super. Wow. Um, and it was just crazy. You know, I think what's crazy is, man, it's like cats who had games were there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I was just like, wow. Like he definitely. I mean, for this generation and maybe the generation after ours a little bit. Yeah. Um, the younger kids, Kobe was, not the younger, I mean before us. Right. Um, the kids, uh, they, they will, those people definitely uh, was impacted by Kobe's influence. Very much so. You know what I mean? Definitely on, on basketball game. Just, the, I guess, the mentality of it. What we were saying at the last recording was that uh, we just kind of went over some things that we, we kind of went over uh, what was our favorite Kobe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when you said. I said baseline dunk, uh, mm-hmm. Madison Square Garden. Right. I remember being in the barbershop when I saw that. And it was just like, yo. Right. I was like, yeah, this dude is here. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And I said I was a fan of uh, older Kobe. Um, I feel like older Kobe was just a little bit more open. Yeah. Towards the end of his career. Yeah. Like his last three years, he was more vulnerable, more willing to. Share some jewels. Yeah. 
um, I guess he knew, like, okay, I'm not getting no more rings, so I'm just go ahead and just who want to know something. You know yeah. what I mean? He's a little bit more open. And um, I remember one game that I, I, I liked where he uh, dunked on the Nets, I believe. It was older. Yeah, he uh, went down, down the middle. Yeah, down the middle with dunked on the Nets. Everybody's looking like, oh, vintage Kobe. Yeah. You know, so that was crazy. Um, he gave you the Mamba face after that. Bruh. You know, there was a one game, okay, I'm not going to lie, that I was kind of like, oh, this dude, he tapped <laughs> And so I think it's, he was playing against Portland, I believe. I think he was, like, screaming and he was stretching his jersey out. It's kind of a famous steal of it. Mm. But I remember he was just, like, screaming. Like, I think he had got fouled or something like that, and he was just, like, screaming and just stretching his jersey out, pulling it out. I was like, oh. Wow. Like, like he was just locked in. He was just like, ah! Hmm. And I was like, "Ooh, okay, okay." Wow. So, uh, yeah, man, that, that, that was it. Was just tough, you know. I, I I was telling Jeff that what was hard it was like when the Lakers started to play again, and they had like that long tribute. And I was like, "Man, the only thing they didn't do was just roll off the body." Like Real that talk, was a, literally like a funeral. Real talk. That's that's the day LeBron spoke. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, "Man, that's tough." So it was just like, I I hope I wonder do. The Lakers feel pressure to try to win it. Oh yes, you think they do? Cause oh, they yeah. playing. That's like playing with a whole nother level of pressure. That's another chip, man. Kobe, you see, um, when they see LeBron's jersey, you see Kobe Bryant's jersey up all the time. Yeah, it's like I see when, his little finger thing. It has twenty four, purple twenty four. But the pressure is on. Why you think the Clippers are stacking up? No joke, no joke right, intended. Right. But they know. Ooh. They man. know. So. So you basically saying the championship is coming out of LA, literally. Yeah. Okay. okay. And if it doesn't, I mean, it's not coming out of Golden State. What if it ends up being the Lakers versus the Celtics in the finals? That'd be classic. <laughs> that would be crazy. Celtics gonna get that'd smashed. Be, though. That'd be. Oh yeah. I, I don't. But I don't think. I think it's gonna be Milwaukee, bro. You think Milwaukee gonna do it? I don't think Milwaukee gonna do it, bro. I don't think Toronto's gonna do it. No. I got a feeling that Miami might. Miami or Philly might surprise people. Uh, but Philly got to be healthy. If they healthy, I think they I, might, I think they might surprise. That'd be scary. I just think that, and I know we're kind of going into basketball talk a little bit. It's okay. I just think that Giannis, as we saw last night, you stopped Giannis, you stopped everything. And I'm going to tell you why I feel that way. I feel where the Bucks went wrong, they didn't sign Brogdon. They gave that money to Bledsoe earlier in the season to extend them out, and you let Brogdon walk out the door. I believe Bledsoe is good, but he's a little bit too small, and he's a defensive liability. Even though he made – I think he made uh, one of the team defenses last year. Yeah. But come on, really? Nah. So I just feel like – I think Middleton is cool. Middleton is good. He's an all-star. You got to respect him. Yeah. You know what I mean? But is he a a serious shifting player? No, we will see if uh, Gian, uh if Giannis takes some rest. Because you know that knee, I got scared for him when he hyperextended that bruh, knee. That could have been their season, bro. <laughs> <laughs> everybody looked like, uh, bro, hold on. Yeah, that could have been their season. Like, yeah, and he even had a look on his face when he got up. Like, dang, this is hurting me. Yeah, but I'm gonna keep playing. So, I don't know. I just know that man, LeBron James, though. Okay, question real quick before we go back to the Kobe. Yes, sir. Who was your MVP? Is it is it clear cut Giannis like like they're saying, or do you think it's LeBron, LeBron is in the conversation? It's okay, LeBron. I think LeBron is too. That's just my personal opinion. Y'all know I'm a LeBron fan, but I just think this. I think Giannis is definitely killing it. We're not going to act like he's not doing his thing. What he's doing is definitely undeniable. But I feel like. I mean, Giannis's numbers and everything like that. But I think what LeBron proved yesterday was, like, he affects the game in so many different ways. So true. His presence on the court alone shifts things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Defensively, um, offensively, the way he just stepped up to accept that challenge was like, I got – no, I got this, homie. And he guarded – Giannis, he didn't back away from him. He was very effective on him. Um, I just feel like he just out. He just it just shows that he outthinks a lot of his. He's opponents. a basketball savant. Yeah, yeah. So I got LeBron as the MVP. People are saying that Giannis is gonna get another one. I hope not. 
I don't say I don't want to sound like a hater, but LeBron deserves MVPs from like three years ago. <laughs> Bruh, yeah, they owe him. So I think like really though, um, yeah, Giannis might have the number one team in the league. Mm-hmm. But kind of go back to what I said last time. I think they need separated from most valuable player and um, most like important player. Right. Most important player, you give it to Giannis. Right. Most valuable player, give it to LeBron. Right. You know right. what I mean? Or like favorite player, best player. But put James Harden in that 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 bucket too. Right. Besides what he did yesterday or against the Clippers, I guess you know he didn't play well. But right. but I mean, most valuable player. If we're talking about value. Give it to LeBron. Right. So yeah. you do you think Anthony Davis uh, diminishes his bid? Oh, easy. You think so? I mean, he helps LeBron. Yeah. But. But we know. But we know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So let me ask you this: With Kobe, do you think that him playing with Shaq, he didn't get the true respect he could have deserved if he played? I always say, um, either second or third NBA Finals. I really think that Kobe deserved that that Finals MVP. Mm-hmm. That's just me, right? Um. I think the respect was always there, but I mean, you're talking about the Diesel, right? You're talking about Shaq. Yeah, we never seen that like Shaq. We Bruh. still ain't seen that like Shaq. Bruh. Yeah, yeah. And like, so Giannis, I really, yeah. he resembles. True. I would say he resembles because, like, if you go back and look at Shaq highlights, bruh, it was scary. Destruction. Like in his prime, prime, dude, to be that big, to be that quick. He was terrorizing folks, bro. Yeah. Like, it was like literally, and he was getting double teamed, triple teamed, and still was just dunking on people. Like, it was just crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, I think Giannis resembles him, but like, young Shaq to that prime era. Yeah. Shaq was a a man. Like a beast, beast. He was a beast, beast, bro. Like, he was a giant. You know what I mean? Like, for real, for reals. Um, So, yeah. Um, but I just think, man, so how do you think this, uh, with Kobe passing, how do you think it affects the game? I think it gives people permission to be more passionate. Mm, mm-hmm. I think the buddy-buddy thing is about to go out the window really quick. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, I think it gives people um, the desire to be more passionate about the game. I mean, we're going to miss a lot of great stories, though. That's kind of like for me, like one of the saddest things. Like you know, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. He's right. going to be recognized as a Hall of Famer, but we'll never hear his speech. Right. Yeah, that's the sad part. Bro. Um, because I think him and it's going to be him, Kevin Garnett, Tim Duncan. Dang, like, that's going to be a crazy Hall of Fame, bro. It's like crazy, crazy, but we'll never, <laughs> we'll never hear his speech. Yeah. But I think it gives people permission to be more passionate. I think it gives people um the desire to want to work hard to, and I think it just gives a fresh breath, like. For guys that have maybe taken the game for granted, mm-hmm. man, like we get to play the greatest game in the right, world, right? And we get paid hundreds of thousands to millions of dollars for it, you right, know. Right. So, um, yeah, man, I think it gives people permission to just be more passionate. I think that's how changes changes the outlook of the game. What about you? How do you feel? I think so too. I think it's going to give. Um, I mean, as we already see, and we'll transition into this real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, the way the All-Star game happened. Yeah. So we talk about the All-Star game weekend, which probably has to be one of the best, if not ever, All-Star games. Top three for sure. Of all time, right? Um, from jump from Saturday night <laughs> all the way in. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, because I had to go pray Saturday night off. Bruh, Aaron Gordon, bless his heart. Bruh, I had to go pray that off. Because, like, mm. what Dwayne Wade did, and we knew it was you, D. Bruh. You know what I'm saying? We knew it was you who did that. And uh, you got to pay for that one day. You know what I mean? But Crazy. Uh, I said it last time. I'm going to say it again. What I feel Aaron Gordon needs to do is each and every time homeboy they play, he need to dunk on homeboy. Yeah. And then uh, Zaire, when he gets to the league, if he gets to the league, he get dunked on too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's for pops. You know what I mean? Hmm. So, uh yeah, but uh, for those who don't know, I mean, we know y'all know, but the Slim Dunk Contest was legendary. It was crazy. Another one. Top three, if not the best. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because of the shenanigans. Top five for sure. Yeah, because of the shenanigans, we ain't going to put a number one. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 
that was crazy. But you're right. It was just like it was like a vibe about that whole weekend. It was like cats was like it was like everybody's everybody's mentality was like for Kobe. Yeah, literally. You know what I mean? Like for Kobe. Literally. You know what I mean? So, um, but the All Star game though, that was something I've never seen before. I was like, yo, this right here. They need to keep this format and don't ever go back. Literally. Don't ever go back. Keep that forever. Literally. You know what I mean? Um, I know Ice Cube is kind of hurt by, you know what I'm saying, the other basketball tournament. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But look, this is what happened. Big Brother is here. Big Brother Literally. took over. You know Literally, what I'm saying? yeah. Big Brother took over. You know what I'm saying? We got it from here. But, uh, yeah, that All-Star game was crazy. Dumb crazy. That fourth quarter. So intense. Commercial free. Bruh. If was they, it commercial free for real? It was commercial free, bruh. Dog. That's something you every NBA 2K player was like, yeah. Yeah. This right here. That's yeah. what it's it. That's yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, yeah, bruh. Like, just the, the intensity, bruh. Like, that was crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that just that, um, like you said, that spirit of, like, just tenacity, relentlessly. Yeah. Relentless. Relentlessness. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, To just go after... Like you say, it'll give you permission to do it unapologetically. Right. Like, I'm just going to go after what I want, and I'm, I'm not going to care. And I think last time we were talking about how um, the Mamba mentality, you know, uh, I was listening to the podcast, and I was talking about how Kobe took the long game approach to everything. Yeah. He didn't do anything for quick results or, like, for spur-of-the-moment satisfaction. He looked at everything from a long game perspective. So he would map out uh, – his plans, but it was like the more of the longer approach because he really valued um, consistency. Yeah. Um, practice and consistency. And we was like, that's the true Mamba mentality. We know we always see everybody in the, sp- in the moment just go hard. But like, when, you t- when I, was t- I was saying last time when t- Kobe talked about the 81-point game, he always talks about where it started in the summer when I yeah. took 1,000, when I was give- doing 1,000 makes a day. So that's truly Mamba mentality is not being afraid to take the long approach um, to get what you want in life, but treat the long approach like a game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You put that same intensity in every single day when nobody's looking. So that's truly the Mamba mentality. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, man, it's unfortunate, man. Rest in peace to the late, great Kobe Bryant. Man, prayers up for his family. Real talk. Um. And then, of course, during this whole situation, of course, some drama popped off with Gail King. What you feeling? Kobe, I was about to say Kobe. Snoop was out of line. Snoop was out of line. I didn't even see the interview he did with Jada. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I just couldn't look, bro. He, he looked he look depleted. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch it, but the was clip that the I saw. Boy, was it the weed that depleted him? Was right. it some different? When he had that cushion him? You know, so what was it? Probably had some some light, some <laughs> some light. <laughs> probably had, probably had something light in him. But wait, so you telling me the Bible love Snoop was out of line? It's out of line, bro. You talking about the Snoop that was at the BT? Talking about you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you should pray about it. Don't be coming out of this. Too, this too, all the legends was on the album. <laughs> all the legends was on the Bible love album. This Snoop. This is Snoop who said who was at the Stellars, who cussed him out, cussed out Gail King on IG. The same body, Bishop Snoop Dogg, Bishop Calvin Broadus. Bro was out of line. <laughs> Bishop needs to get sat down. <laughs> uh, he just sitting. Yeah. Oh man, what, I just what, wonder. I just wonder what Marvin and them think. Where were the elders? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, he's out of line though. I'm so out of line, bro. So out of line. And um I just wonder where the Bible of Love was at. <laughs> iTunes? Yeah. <laughs> Spotify. Wow. No, he was out of line, man. Um just so out of line. So out of line. Um so out of line. I just can't put it into words and I feel bad. Right. Right. Because Gail King getting death threats over asking a simple journalistic yeah, question. It was a journalistic question, too. But, Bryce. And I know the timing was off. Timing was mad off. It was it was tone deaf off. It was too. <laughs> it was tone deaf off. Like, I understand it, y'all. Like, it was so we fresh. We get it why people was pissed, but, like, she didn't really do anything right. wrong. That question wasn't needed, was going to be asked regardless whether we wanted to hear it or not. Real Somebody time. was going to ask the question. 
Real talk. You know what I'm saying? So I'd rather be her than uh, Katie Couric. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or Diane Sawyer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'd rather be her. Then, it's, then we take it a different way. Then it'll be different. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all. Y'all. Y'all did Gail wrong. Yeah, bro. Like they. Uh, and we know Gail and Oprah be tripping. We get it. We know they do. But dang, not like that, bro. Yeah. So what? What? What did Snoop say? He just with with uh, Jada. I didn't watch it. Okay. But when she was talking to Snoop, you see the clip when she was talking to Snoop? No, I didn't see it. There's a clip where she was talking, like where she was talking to Snoop. Mm-hmm. And was like, I just felt like practically like she felt the weight of what he said mm-hmm. as a black woman in general, uh-huh. and he just looked like, dang, I just messed up. <laughs> he had that I really messed up and I can't right. get out of it. Um, what was uh, Jada's mom doing? They didn't even show Jada. I didn't see Jada's mom. Jada's mom, boy, hey, I was <laughs> well, Jada's mom. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, y'all. Um, yeah. <laughs> bless his name. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Right. Um, no, I didn't even see Jada's mom. <laughs> right. I didn't see you. Well, I just saw um, Jada. Um, and uh. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> hey, man, we got to protect Jada's mom at all costs, man. You know what I'm saying? Please. Because of the legacy. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, Snoop was just out of line. He was just out of line, man. Um, and I know some people like it's not to put anybody on blast, but I saw some people that I really respect that was like we stand behind Snoop. It's like don't do that. Yeah, I know, I know, man. Don't do that. Don't stand behind Snoop. Not because you're mad. I get that you're mad, right. but my thing is like when you start like putting people's lives on the line. Um, yeah, Snoop was wilding. <laughs> like he he was he went in in. I was like, like in. I was like, come on, man, ain't that serious. But I understand that was probably his homie, of course. Mm-hmm. Or somebody like. But, you know, like I was saying before, I just feel like, unfortunate it is this way. But that's this is a part of the Me Too era that we live in. Yeah. Anybody that has been associated with any type of sexual assault actions, you, you get put in this group. Yeah. And then people feel like they have to act now because Gail not only represents us, uh, uh, the black community. But she represents she, women. She, she represents women as well. And then, you know, being her best friend was a victim of sexual assault. It's almost like she has to walk this line where she has to be able to cater or nurture both sides to to do her job. And we yeah. know that's difficult. And some people feel like you shouldn't ask the question. I feel like. I feel like if she didn't answer the question, if she didn't ask the question, then the answer we got from Lisa Leslie wouldn't have happened, which was a great answer and a beautiful answer. Um, and we just don't know. Like we were saying last time that, you know, Kobe was a hero to our culture, but he could have been a villain to the other culture. Very much so. At the same exact time. And um, as much as people are celebrating his life, and I'm, I'm sure nobody wishes, there were some people that was wilding out. And they got dealt with accordingly. You yes, know sir. What I'm saying? But um, even for those who are victims of stuff like sexual assault, who might feel an uneasiness about how Kobe is being ce- Kobe being celebrated, right. And his passing, um, we just still have to take that in consideration that that's just another another side that is is affected by it, right? In a totally different way. So it's not to say that. And the thing we don't want to do is we don't want to get into a into a place where we feel like those people' feelings don't matter. Right. Like we just totally ignore them, because um, we don't. None of us know what happened. Right. None of us know. We all know it's speculation, but it was only two people in that room, him and that, that young, young lady. lady. Yeah. So for for people to speak about it as if they know exactly what went down, what didn't went down, it's just kind of an ignorant place to very, be. Very, very so you true, know? bro. So we we just gotta be careful with that because. There's females, like I was saying before, there's females with the Bill Cosby case who tried to come out, who wanted to speak, and they were told, no, you can't do it. Yeah. He's a celebrity. And who's going to believe you? You know what I mean? And, you know, so definitely um, that 
Kobe rest in peace as well. But be respectful of the situation. Right. We don't gotta ha- rehash it or bring it up or bring it back to light. But there's that's a part of his story. Right. Whether it's a whether we like it or not, everybody got some dark spots in the chapter. Speak the truth. You know what I'm saying? So that's just what happened. So, um, man, it's just unfortunate, man. But you know, rest in peace to Kobe, man. For reals, us, uh, man. We gonna pray for uh, the Bible love Snoop too. We gonna pray for it. <laughs> uh, Real talk, man. And Gail, you know what I'm saying? But look, we know that we've been wanting to do this for a minute, and we finally finna get to it, ladies finally. and gentlemen. I know, we know. We do this every every year, but we've been kind of sidetracked, and now we finna do it. Yes. The top ten albums, the AZs and Root Brews. Top 10 albums of 2019. Jeff is going to give his. I'm going to give mine. I think we should just go like, you do your honorable mentions first. Okay. I'll do my honorable mentions. Then we'll go from, you give your top 10, you give your 10, I'll give my 10, and then, you know, vice versa, back and forth like that. All right? Got you. I'm just putting mine in order. All right. All right. So let's do it like this. Uh... Let me pull up my list, ladies and gentlemen. Got you. All right, so I'm ready. Why don't you start with your number one? Or your honorable mentions. My honorable mentions is Kurt Franklin, Long Live Love. Okay. Wale, Wow, That's Crazy. Okay. Freddie Gibbs, and Mad Lib Bandana. Okay. And Rhapsody Eve. Great, great honorable mentions. Those are my four honorable mentions. Who's yours? I had three. Okay. Um, honorable mentions are is Ariana Grande's live album K Bye for Now. Okay. Um, Sunday Severs Choir Jesus is Born. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> and then Beyonce's Homecoming live album oh. from Coach. <laughs> I forgot all about that. 2019 was a good year Dang. for music. Okay, that's my number five. That Beyonce one. I forgot okay. all about that because that mug was crazy. All right, so I'll give my ten. Okay, my ten was. Jesus is born Sunday service. That was your 10? That was my 10. My number 10 was uh, John Stockton Swoop Serene instrumental album. I forgot about that, but yes, that's a good one. Um, I just say, okay, that Sunday service album caught me by surprise. Yeah. It really did. And I knew, remember I said it on the on the Kanye episode that um, – I wasn't really looking forward to Kanye's album. I was looking more forward to the Sunday Service yes, album. Yes, sir. Because I knew that mug was gonna be crazy, and it did. It did not disappoint. Not at all. That thing had some oil <laughs> on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It had some oil on it. Uh, it didn't make the remixes that bad. You know what I'm saying? Like so clean, the mixes were nice. Yeah, it it was good. Um, I'm still not a fan of the gospel remixes, but they were play. They they I enjoyed it. On yeah. That project. It had a feel to it. It had a, a feel to it. Most definitely. Um, so, and it was a fresh. It was a fresh sound from a, the mass choir field. Very much so. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So, why did you have that as ten? Bruh, I just made me want to rap. Yeah. Like yeah. the vibe. Like it was just a good, um, just a good project to go home to. Right. Um, or just to go in transition of. Right. I think it was a perfect balance. I think it was very inspirational in, in the same breath, especially for. Anybody that's looking for like to be production, so man, just from a inspirational. Hey, been on his on his thing lately. You can tell he like, oh yeah, y'all going Oh, you guys gonna know about me? Swoop, there it is. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like that's the tag. Yeah, yeah. he they went, what what he did the J- Joseph Solomon single and he did the Natalie Lauren single. Like, both. Yeah, he did both. Yeah, yeah, and it's like different sounds. Then on what all you, three. Then what you hear from him. Oh, yeah. So it's like, oh, he definitely, uh, he in he's his in his bag. bag. Oh, yeah. He in his bag. All right. Want me to go number nine? Yeah, number nine. Number nine, and you're going to, I'm not, I wouldn't, if this is not on your top ten, I'll be surprised. Uh-huh. But if it's not, if it, if it is, I'm not surprised. So number nine, Pacific Time by Fonte. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How did I forget that? Wow. Is that I, number six for honorable mention? <laughs> Yeah, it should be number six for honorable mention. Actually, it should be like my number one honorable mention. But yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Okay, I got number nine. It might surprise you. I have it here, but I have Sir Chasing Summer. 
That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> Number nine is Sir Chase's summer. That doesn't surprise me. Wow. Dang, how did I forget that Fonte? It was just so much to happen. I, I didn't even realize it came out in 2019. Because 2018 through 2020 has been nothing but... Wow, I would even I, even in my like uh, in my honorable mentions I should have thrown Lucky Day in because his album was yeah, actually his pretty album was pretty dope was pretty fire. Oh man, why'd you uh, uh for me man that you inter- you sent that to me? Mm-hmm. I was like, bruh, when I heard the album, I was like, Fonte is not letting up. He's not letting up. For those who don't know, Fonte is literally one of my favorite artists, not MCs, but artists. Of all time. Yeah. Personally, I just been watching his trajectory and his progression going from an MC to singer to songwriter, musician, the voiceover work. The yeah. Just his whatever he embodies. And what I love about what he does is that it's not it's very under the radar. Mm-hmm. But high quality. Yeah. And it's just it's just that. He's one of the, he's like a PJ Morton to me. Like if I meet those two, PJ Morton, Fonte or Nas, I'm good. Y'all. They should do us. They should do a, a tour with each other. Oh my god, it'll be a, it'll be out of control. That'd be so grown. Um, so chasing summer for me, sir, number nine. Cool. All right. What was your number eight? My number eight is Dreamville. Okay. Revenge of the Dreamers three. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, and this is the reason why. That make me want to rap, bro. <laughs> like, I ain't going to lie. Like, I'm not a big fan of every person on that album solo-wise. But collectively. But collectively, how they put that together, the the sound they went for sonically, it's just, like, up my yeah. alley. Like, it's really, like, my lane. Like, I was like, yo. It was creative, too. Yeah. But it just, like, man, like, it just had that feel, that soulful Jazzy feel. It was just dope to me. I just like the way they put it together. Okay, who you got for number eight? Eight Wilton by okay. Jack Dine okay. and Alex Isley. Okay, okay, that's on my list too, but I got a little bit higher up. That's just a beautiful piece of work. So that's art. Like high art. It's art. Woo! Like yeah. colors, bro. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Yeah. That's an amazing. Just I'll, I'll say it now. I got that number six on mine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, so who you got for number seven? Number seven, Swoop, two for one. You know what? I really didn't even listen to that album, That was a a great EP. I have a lot of EPs in comparison to albums. I really even listened to that. Okay, I got to check that out, bro. But that was was like... nice? It was so vulnerable. Okay. It was so like... He really gave the depiction of... What the dating to the to to eternal really looks like from mm. a hip hop mm-hmm. perspective, mm-hmm. and it was just it was nice. It was beautiful. Okay, I'm gonna beautiful. keep that out. I'm gonna keep that out. Yes, sir. What was your number seven? My number seven is um, again. Just about to just 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 roll with me, people. You know what I'm saying? I'm on my MC thing right now. It was Benny the Butcher. Okay. The plugs I met. Hey, bro. What I'm talking about make me want to rap, Bruh. Hey, from that joint. Everything about that album is just my kind of hip hop. Yeah. That's beats, bars. I don't need no other kind of stuff. You know me, I like to write the little melodic tunes and things. Right, but you need that. Just that. Give but me, just the beat. Give me some meat and, and potatoes. That's, <laughs> that song with him and uh the song with him and uh Black Thought. Yeah. I was on it for days, bro. Like Wow. And I just love Griselda, which is the crew. It's just the first of all. They're older MCs that's just now really getting their shine. But it's so high quality rapping and high quality production their way. Yeah. It's like, it's just, and it's so gritty. It's so street. It's like they're they're your favorite MCs, MCs. Got you. You feel what I'm saying? And those who like rap music and like that kind of like bar rap, like. Bro, that mug just, for me, it just did it. Yeah. So, I'll just give my number six. My number six was Jack Dine, Alex Isley. Yeah. Wilton. That's how you say it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that joint, like you said, is beautiful art. Yeah, my number six was Andy Minio's Work in Progress. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, that's a good project. <laughs> for me personally, man, like, that just really, in a lot of ways, hit home. 
You was really on that too. <sighs> yeah, you was really on it. Like for like two months. Yeah. Like two months yeah. straight. Yeah. Like almost three months straight. Right. It was just a beautiful and I like the the uh, the podcast he had. It's just artistic. It was artistic, very artistic. No rules. You know, Andy is a very, um, you know, he's a gem for Christian hip hop. Yeah, we better hold on to him tight. Him and Swoop. But I mean, like, not. Gems. Let me say that. I'm sorry, didn't mean to cut you off. Not hold on to him tight in regards like he can't do anything else. But we really honor what he's brought to the yes. table. Him and Swoop, him Natalie and Swoop. Lauren, yeah, Joseph Solomon, KB. Yes. Like, cause man, we've had that we've had that conversation. And I was real like, what's really happening with Christian hip hop? Right. Cause it's so quiet. Yeah. Cause out of those people, I really don't be tuning in. I know there's some people that's kind of making noise, but it's not really my vibe of music. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm not really as engaged with it. Um. Five. My number five. Anderson Pack Ventura. Okay, that was a good album. I love that album. First of all, I love Anderson Pack. I've been studying Anderson Pack. I love Anderson Pack. I believe he, man, he just hits it on. I mean, he's kind of like a, a MC rapper type singer, but he's just so soulful. Yeah, and he knows how to deliver his sound, and it's authentic. It's him, and it's just, bro, it's crazy. I'm gonna tell you, this crazy is like, um. I remember going to see Hiatus Coyote uh-huh. and Anderson Pack was the opening act. But it's crazy. It's right when he did the stuff he did for Dre's Compton. So not too many people was on him. I'm low-key jealous, bro. Yeah. But see, he didn't do... It was like it was literally right before that album dropped before he popped. So he was doing his stuff. And I remember the person I was with was like, who is that? And I was like, oh, that's that dude who's on Dr. Dre's album. Um, he wrote a lot on Dr. Dre's album. They didn't know who it was. Mm. Uh, but I was like, oh, that's that's Anderson Pack. Um, and then literally, he out of dropped nowhere. that album, and then he was out of here. Out of nowhere. But he was literally the opening act for uh, Hiatus Coyote. Number five, right? Yeah. Um, Troy Kelly, inspired by True Events. You was on this, man. Like, <laughs> talk to us. Break it down. Writing. Yeah. The writing is, is great. Yeah. Writing. Yeah. Like, so, for me, last year was Kelly's really... already a beast. Vocal beast. Yeah. But for me, um, writing was very important to me in 2019. Right. People will see. Right. People yeah. will see. Yeah. 2019 was really important writing-wise. Right. And um, so, for me to hear how she approached a lot of her writing, mm. even from the transition from my gospel album to, like, more pop singer-songwriter, right. I was just like, yo... This is it. Yeah. Opening line? Yeah. Opening song called Coffee. Mm-hmm. I envy the coffee that you that uh that you drink from every morning. The like bruh, like the whole like oh my goodness. Right. Just listen to coffee. Yeah. And it you're it's over. Right, right. It's right. over. Yeah. So no, I just really respect Tori Kelly from um a singer songwriter standpoint, right. which I thought was just really Yeah, really she's a beast, man. She's a gem too. Really gem. beautiful. Um, number four for me is Ryan Porter, Force for Good. You introduced me to that. I didn't really get yeah. to get into it as much as I wanted to, Man, but that, that was art, bro. <laughs> that was art. Yeah. That for those who know, that's a jazz artist. He's a trombonist. Hmm. Right. Yes. Bruh, listen to that. If you, if you, if anybody tribe, if you have anybody that's here that loves jazz music, listen to Ryan Porter's Force for Good project it is literally art mm. it's beautiful yeah beautiful and matter of fact i need to get it on vinyl matter that's matter of fact i'm going to order it tonight i need that on vinyl because that is a beautiful album yeah beautiful like it just creativity creatively wise just me being an mc i just listen to it like oh my god like I, there's so many things it just really made me think outside the box musically yeah you know what i mean beautiful album Beautiful. We're on number four. Mm-hmm. All right, so I bet this might not be on your top ten. Okay. If it is, forgive me for jumping to conclusions. No, no, go ahead. If it's not, all right. This will be an honorable mention. I, I bet it will. Okay. Moment spent loving you by Xavier Omar and Sango. Okay, I was going to put it, <laughs> but I didn't. But I love that album. Yeah. Hey, depend. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Deep in, deep in. Hey. Hey brothers, look, hey brothers, ticker music, bro. Hold that in, hold that in the chamber, brothers. The lyrics for that, 
ticker. Right. So that means that our top two, I bet our top three, we have probably the same two out of three. On so you got three, right? Three left. Three? Okay. Should I give my three? I'll, let's just keep it in how we've been doing. This is fun. Okay, this is, so I'm, you want three? We want three. Three for me, Moonchild for Little Ghost. Okay. <laughs> That's when I got three. Do you have it on your list? I do, but I'm not going to say when. <laughs> okay, okay. Perfect album. Perfect album. It's a perfect album. It's perfect. a perfect album. Like, for those, if you're not on Moonchild number one, treat yourself. Per- it really is the perfect album. Listen to Moonchild. And I got onto it later in the year. Just uh, I seen a Facebook post from a homie. I've heard about them. I've heard um, who talk about them. Matter of fact, they were at the concert, right? The girl that, was at the concert. The girl right? was at the concert, yeah. Right. I've heard um, who said. Um, it's one of Fonte's favorite groups, number mm. one. I've heard him talk about them over the years. I never really put it together who they were. And then I heard Quest Love talk about them. And I was just like, oh, damn. I was like, okay. So then um, one of the homies made a post about their album and was like, yo, this album is amazing. I was like, let me listen to it, bruh. Perfect album. It is a perfect album. Perfect album. Top to bottom, sequencing, the mixing, the flow, the vibe of it. Perfect. Moon Child, Little Ghost. Listen to it. Okay, you're number two. Wait, are we on number two or three? You Okay, you on three? Yeah. Go ahead. Number three is Paul by PJ Morton. Okay, I got it number two. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Um... I just don't think he can go wrong. Yeah, no. PJ is who he is. And the thing is, he has like two singles that came out within the last three months. Right. Yeah. Bangers. Yeah. PJ, PJ. He just can't lose right now. He's a goat, man. To me, he's a goat. He can't. No, he can't. He he won another Grammy. Can't lose. And brought his his child to the Grammys. You feel what I'm saying? Can't lose right now. But no, um, I love the album because like if you're, I won't say I'm a fanatic, but I've been on PJ for I put PJ people on PJ. You put me on PJ, and you put me on PJ. And I was on like MySpace, right? Music when like when PJ was doing like mixtapes, and there was a a B tape. There was a couple of songs that were on this album that were on his mixtapes and on his B side albums that people are just getting to know about. That's crazy. So that is so crazy. So for me, when I when he redid them, it's like okay, PJ, because it showed you that. Nothing is waste. Nothing is wasted. He's done that on the last, <laughs> the last. That's beautiful, bro. Four joints between New Orleans and this album. Mm-hmm. He's he given us. He's, he's, be, he's been giving us B side. Say so wasn't originally a feature with JoJo. Right. Uh, Don't break my heart wasn't originally a duo with uh with Rhapsody. Right. On New Orleans, the song with Tweet was on his mixtape. Right. Uh, heavy on New Orleans was actually originally done with uh, Adam Levine. So that relationship right. between Adam Levine and PJ Morton been around, been around. Right. So Paul, man, I think it was just like more than anything, like how he did the tour. Right. Yeah, that tour. I needed. Fire. I need that. I need that on Netflix. Yeah. We need that on. Yeah. We need that. And this thing, he still got the PJ Morton Live at Essence Fest in his hand, ready just to be released. In the Gospel that. Project that's supposed to come out. And he and him and his team are releasing a single every month. I need to be down. Just gotta find a way to get in there, boy. Show us thy way. All right, so I already said two was my two was PJ for me. So you give your two. Two was Chasing Summer by Sir. Okay, okay. I was right. on that album like crazy. He was. You and Chris was on <laughs> heavy, heavy. But that was like um, secular school uh, school of roses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. But it was like you know for me usually. Um, I don't like albums that have the same vibe on every, like, it was like literally, like, I think the dangerous thing about that album was like, there was a vibe, the same literal vibe on every song. Right. right. But on the other end of that, it was like the writing and the melodies were so distinct to what the album was really trying to produce. Right. Where it was just like, yo, like, right. Like, man. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. All right. right. Number one for me is Little Brother, May the Lord Watch. That should have been on my honorable mention because I was on that album. That album, bruh, I I, I can't even speak about it enough. 
that for me, okay, as a fan, fan, as I'm a little brother fan, like staying low, oh, low key. Yeah. And when I heard that they got back together, I was already you was already on your fanboy. Yeah, 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 yeah. They got her because like it got bad between them, like bad. I remember when on Twitter, and it broke my heart when Fonte and and Ninth Wonder was going at each other on Twitter. And I was like, yo, I didn't know it was that bad. You know what I mean? Like, dang. And then, like, when I heard that Fonte and, and Big Pooh wasn't even speaking, I was just like, oh, yeah. dang. Well, at least they gave us some good albums. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah. But then when I heard all of a sudden, like, it. Yeah. Hey, shout out to my boy Bert, who put me on to Little Brother first when I was in high school, uh, no, going into college. Bro, but when I heard that they got back together and they did a concert, I was just like, oh, my God. Yeah. The original members. And then when I read, when Fonte uh, put out a statement saying that they are back together working on new music, I was just like, whoa. And then for them to deliver this album, they delivered, bro. Like, high-level rapping. This is the best I've ever heard rapper Big Pooh. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh... Ninth Wonder couldn't but it wasn't a part of it. it. But they still was able to give us production. Yeah. Uh, some people feel like they did the nostalgia thing a little bit too much because they kind of tied up some storylines from previous albums. I just felt like this album for me, and I was nervous about it. Yeah. It just it just checked off a lot of boxes for me. I listened to this album nonstop for most of the year that was most of the time that it came out. Um I needed I went to go see him a concert. I needed on vinyl Fonte and Big Pooh. I want to interview Fonte and rapper Big Pooh. Yeah. And what I love okay, I'm gonna tell you the realness about this. There's the line where rapper Big Pooh talk about how he was driving Uber. And I remember he did an interview and they say, yo, was that a real line? He was like, yes. He said, you know, those as artists know, he's like, I'm not like a popping, popping artist. He was like, but you got to do what you got to do to take care of your family. And he was like, there was a moment of time when I was driving Uber. He's like, I never forget. I was driving Uber and somebody was like, he's like, I was listening to actual. He's like, actually, I was listening to um, uh, what's Fonte's band name? Uh, uh, foreign Exchange. Foreign Exchange. He said, and the dude got in the car. I said, oh, what you know about that Foreign Exchange? He was like, man, did you know that? Uh, he said, so he's, I'm driving and dude tell me, hey, did you know that uh, Fonte used to be in a rap crew called Little Brother? He said, I'm listening to like, he's, I play, I didn't answer, but I was like, yeah, yeah, I know a little bit about them. And I was like, wow, the vulnerability and the realness to write that and put it in your raps. Mm-hmm. Bro, that just like. That's another level. That's, that's like what we need in hip hop. Grown yeah. hip hop from a vulnerable place. Yeah. And I just love what they talked about. Uh, my favorite song on the album is um, there's these two songs that are back to back and I need y'all to listen to this album um, I'm gonna make sure I give y'all the first song give right. us give us the real bro be quiet man. my favorite song on the album is Work Through Me but okay. the song All in a Day ends where it ends, it goes into work through me, and it becomes a part of the production and work through me. Okay. It's just fire, bro. And uh, yeah, that's my number one album of the year. Okay, I got to throw out one more or two more um, honorable mentions. Okay, Emily King's scenery. Okay, and she, I just saw that she put out an acoustic album. Mm. I'm about to listen to that when I get back home. Okay. Um, and I'm trying to see, was that the only one? Yeah, uh, that out hurt. She's just dope. Um, and then I would say my number one. Oh, tied for first. Okay, I got a tied for first because okay. I can't believe I totally forgot about this album. Okay, I feel dumb. Okay, so tied for first is Moonchild's uh, Little Ghost. Okay, and D Mills Agape album. Okay, okay, that's the homie D Mills. An album is amazing. Yeah. Tied for first. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so I actually have like eleven. Tell people about D Mills. Let me start with Ghost because I want to. I really want to brag on my boy. Um, Little Ghost. That was a perfect album. Perfect, bro. 
as like a perfect as yeah. a perfect album. Yeah. Um, and then they tiny desk. Talk about art. Wow. Talk about art. Come on now. But let's talk about D Mills for a second. Um. There comes a time in your life where you where you not only meet people but people really become like your your friends and your family. Mm-hmm. Um, and you truly have to really have to honor them. I don't even know if D Mills would ever hear this, but I'm just gonna put this out there. Um, his first album, um, was dope. Was freaking dope. Yeah, it was. Um, but this album was different. Mm-hmm. Um. Musically, you could really he tapped in, mm-hmm. and um, I just think like man, you got, he's just a genius, right? He definitely is. Like he's just he definitely is. Like um, and the way he be flipping stuff too, like crazy, like he just gets it. He definitely does. He just gets it, and um, I just want to honor my boy. Right. You know, he had a he had a very hard 2019, right? Very interesting 2019, you know, um, just, a, you know, unfortunately, like, you know, he lost his son. Right. Um, you know, just a lot of, you know, and that's hard within itself. Right. You know what I mean? Just a really, but, you know, his resiliency, him and his wife, their resiliency through the season. Right. Um, you know, I just really love them a lot. And I just really want to honor my, want to honor my brother. Right. With his album should have been top. It was, so I think I redid my top 10. Again, 2019, there was so much heat. Um, but yeah, like, yo, um, I just want to honor, I just want to honor my boy, um, just with him getting that number one spot, that tie for number one, cause Moonchild was a great album, but his album was freaking amazing from top to bottom. Right. So. Hey, D Mills, man, we need you on the, we need you on the podcast. Man. Yes. I think that'd be, uh, Your inspiration, bro. Real talk. Real talk. Real talk. So let me ask you before we, uh, end it, what albums are you looking forward to in 2020? I need something from Kendrick. I need things. I need order order to be restored. I need something from my guy Kendrick right now. Matter of fact, by the time we end this podcast, it need to be on iTunes. Bro, speak that life. Because if it's not, then me and got problems. You know what I'm saying? Like I need something from Kendrick. Um, for those who don't know, PJ Morton just dropped one. The piano album. He just dropped the piano. That could be number one right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he did it again. You know what I'm saying? He just dropped the piano. Um. Justin Bieber came out with the album. I haven't listened to it yet. I have my feelings about it. Okay. Okay. But I'll say that off. Yeah. All right. Offline. Um. Who else am I looking for? I'm looking for Natalie Lauren. I'm looking for Natalie Lauren. Um. Photograph. Huh. The photograph album. Yeah, the photograph was crazy. Yeah. Um. Didn't I? Didn't Robert Glasper drop that in like November? His last project. F your feelings. Yeah, yeah he, he, he a wild boy. He a wild boy. <laughs> we're gonna leave we're gonna leave that alone. Yeah, that almost got an honorable mention. <laughs> yeah, that album is still growing on me. Yeah, um, but uh, I'm looking forward to more music from PJ. Definitely. Um, now I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm looking forward to this new Drake album. His two new songs he put out was were dope. I that love that visual. That visual was. That visual was nice. Um, it's funny to me, he just, uh, he was stunting on a whole nother level in that video. Bro, that ending scene. Yeah, I was like, bro, we ain't got to know you got all that money in the, in the, in the safe. Um, who else? Um, I want else? I want to listen to this Emily King acoustic album. I know that's beautiful. Yeah. Um, let's see. I've been, but also, I've been finding, like, old stuff now. Right. Um, like, there's a, a, a Madison Ward I'm not sure if you're familiar with her. She's no. a beast. She came out with the album last uh, EP last year. She's great. Okay. Um, you got me on him, but I finally got on him. Bruno Major from the Circle or the, from uh, that that Diddy um, American Idol show. His EP from 2017. Mm, okay. Fire. Is it? Fire, fire. Okay. Um, I just want to see under. I just want to. See, I saw The Brilliance came out with the album this year. Mm-hmm. Their album is amazing. Who? The Brilliance. Okay. I think I put you on them. You did. They're like super singer-songwriter. Right. Um, yeah. Um, I'm looking to see. Okay, I want to say this. I'm looking to see what's coming from Toby. Yeah. But I want to hear another album from Toby. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know he's giving us the originals and the four originals and everything, but I want to hear a progression from the last album he did to now. No, I'm going to say something very dangerous. Okay. Very, very dangerous. Okay. I know his vision is to make sure that his people eat. Right. I would like to see him, what he would sound like with that same vision, with that same sound with different producers. Right. That's what I mean. Yeah. That's why I want I want to hear the progression from that album to now. Yeah. Like if he puts some s- centered focus on saying, I'm just going to put together a body of work other than a collection of songs. Yeah. Because he's been giving us just a collection of songs as of like the last two and a half yeah. years. Yeah. It kind of like for me, man, like I love Toby and I love the movement. Um, it just kind of got a little burnt out for me because mm-hmm. you have to keep, you have to really keep up. Yeah, you definitely do. And it's like, I'm, I'm like already four months behind. Right. You know what I mean? I, I just, like, I just watched his documentary that that mug was inspiring. Right. I'm going to check it out. <laughs> Shout out to Toby. I would love to ha- yeah. talk to Toby. Um, yeah. Yeah. That um, joint was inspiring. But you know what song I've been, been on repeat? Uh-huh. You're going to laugh. I've been listening to your song. Which one? Dear You. Oh really? Oh, man. Bruh, that production. Yeah, hey, what up, five? That that that's the boy. That's that the whole prog- storyline, bro. You gave us no chorus. You gave us one complete verse. Hey man, that was life. That was the real life, bruh. Cause that was talking about life. it now, I gotta release mine. Cause I've been having <laughs> right. That's real life, y'all. Some I don't know. Right, right. But bruh, no. Um, that album, that single. Fire. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. That's that's the real life, man. Fire. Um, yeah, man. I, that's pretty much it. Um, who else is coming out? I want to hear music from um, what's my guy name from country music? Chris, Chris Stapleton. Stapleton. Man, I need another Chris Stapleton album. Yo, what? I, oh, so the album that is a beast, and I'm not. I thought I sent it to you, but I'm gonna send it to you now. Mm-hmm. Terrace Martin has a jazz album out. A new one. Two two thousand twenty came out in oh, January. Wow. Okay. I'm going to send that to you right now. Okay. Um, jazz album, too? Like, jazz, jazz album. Oh, I'm already going to love it. I'm already know. Um, it has Ronald Bruner Jr., um, one of the uh, keyboard players from the Sunday Service, mm. um, and this dope bass player. I saw oh, I him. I know him. Ronald Bruner Jr.? Hold on. Let me look him up. No, yeah. I know Ronald, too, but you might know him, know him. Yeah, yeah. Wait a second. How do you spell his last name? B-R-U-N-E-R. His dad is a very, like, prolific. His, his Thundercat's uh, older brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thundercat got a new album coming out, actually. Did it just drop? Maybe. I think it just He came out with a single. Because I know he has a concert coming out. Or that Charlie just missed it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still want to see. Um, I still want to see. I still want to see. Um, uh, April third, his new album come out. It is what it is. Kanye, I still want to see the Sunday Service Choir live. You want to see that live? I really do. I mean, yeah, you see it. Let me know how you feel. I've okay. only I've only seen it on uh, video, and right. I love it. Right. Especially back to life. That's like my favorite song that they do. Right. That groove is so dope, but um. Yeah. Um, another honorable mention is the Griselda album, which is the Benny and the Butcher crew. Mm. Like I said, if y'all like that kind of rap, like just hard lyricism, all of that, the Photograph album, of course, that came out this year. We talked about it earlier. but I got another honorable mention for you, but I need you to hear it because right. you're going to like, what in the world is this? Right. It's dope, dope. Um, um, yeah. And then um, that's it. If y'all like uh, Afrobeats music, Burner Boy. You know what I'm saying? Burner Boy's... You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah,
So, um, man, we gonna see what it is, man. So look, man, rest in peace to the late great Kobe Bryant. Mamba. You know what I'm saying to the Mamba. Um, so praying for the families, those the victims of the families, um, all the players, the NBA. Everybody stay safe. Wash your hands. You know what I mean. If you ain't washing <laughs> hands, you know what I'm saying. The coronavirus is gonna get you. Uh, get you, get you, get you. You know what I'm saying. You. If you're scared of the coronavirus, you're gonna be scared of the coronavirus. Cause we here too. You know what I'm saying. You know, P town all day. Um, anything else you wanna leave the people, man? Nah, man. Just uh, take care of yourselves, and um, we look forward to more conversations and just having a good time, y'all. LBJ for MVP. LeBron Real talk. James for MVP. And ain't nobody scared of the Clippers. No. I said mm, what I said. I almost said nobody, but that's my squad. And that's his squad. But we ain't scared, though. You feel me? Hey, but look, keep us in prayer. We will keep you in prayer. You know how we going to leave you. We're going to leave you like we always leave you. God never told us to figure him out. He just told us to trust him. Boom.